Welcome to Stories of Hope. I'm Christine Hotchkiss. Each week, I bring you the individual stories of hope and organizations making a difference in your community. You see, I believe everyone has a story that is unique, just like our fingerprints that put us on the paths and the journeys of our lives in some fine purpose. Every story can help, heal, inspire, educate, and my one word is to give hope. It's such a small word, but it has such a big meaning. Today, my guest is Jessica Starr. She is a survivor of Cushing's disease. We're going to learn about what Cushing's disease is because I'm not really familiar with what it is. And anyone that needs to know, you're going to be educated very quickly. But she's also, because of her journey, the inventor and founder of Cool You Now, a fashionable and discreet accessory and a way to keep cool when you are struggling with the heat from all types of causes. Please help me welcome my guest today, Jessica Starr. Hi, Jessica. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to, or sorry, nice to see you again and nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes. And uh, we have a common friend. So that's how we met. She said, oh, I have this friend that has this amazing survivor story. And I love hearing those. Um, It's easy for us to get stuck in our moments um, and say, oh, poor me. But uh, it sounds like you had more of a, well, what am I going to do about this after you did the poor me, right? Um. Tell me a little bit more of how, what Cushing's disease is and how did you get diagnosed? Because there's a lot of people that will have a checklist of thinking they have something. And in fact, it's nothing even close to what they thought they had. It's something completely different. Right. That's very true. Um, so Cushing's disease, just to, just to give you what it is in it of itself, um, Cushing's disease is typically um, a tumor somewhere in your body. So usually um, for Cushing's disease, it's in your pituitary gland in the back of your brain. Cushing's syndrome is um, tumors on your adrenal glands that sit on your kidneys. And then um, there's another one that could be in your lungs, but typically it's those two. Um, And if they don't know where it is, it's just called eptopic. So it could be anywhere in your body. Um, But what it does is the... The, the main issue is that it's an overproduction of cortisol in your body and um, that fight or flight hormone. So what happens is it's in constant motion. So um, whereas if somebody gets frightened, obviously the, the cortisol is, you know, it's produced and it released. And then after a few minutes, it's calmed down, don't need it anymore. But when you have Cushing's disease, it's constantly going. So what it does is it ravishes your body from the inside out. Oh, wow. So um, it can cause um, a variety of, of, you know, symptoms, I guess you would call them. Um, you know, it causes broken bones. Um, just it does. It does. I had seven broken bones within two years. Um, one side of my pelvis one day, and then months later, the other side of my pelvis broke. And they're just called spontaneous fractures. You literally wake up with broken bones. Um, I had broken both my feet, my ribs, my backbone. So um, it's definitely something that you want to um, make sure that you stay on top of it if you can. Um, And, you know, by getting diagnosed is obviously the first step. There's some very obvious first symptoms that you want to look at. Um, One of them that I, that really kind of got me going in this, on this journey was rapid weight gain. Mm -hmm. And so I gained a tremendous amount of weight within about four to six months. And that's very typical. Um, And the problem is that you can't take it off no matter what you do. And here's something too, being the age that we are, menopause 
causes us to put that weight gain on and, and it makes us fight, fight harder and mm-hmm. not eat certain things. Like we want to eat more salads and, and low calorie things. And actually we could hurt ourselves also by not giving our body the right nutrient nutrients, excuse me. And when we talk about weight gain, there's a checklist again that goes on. Is this menopause? Is this what I'm eating? And you're saying it's a part of the Cushing's. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, I, I've talked about too, just briefly that, you know, at, at one point I had a job where we had a gym downstairs and it was a great gym and we also had a salad bar. So I went to the gym every day and then I went to the salad bar every day and I still was putting on weight and it didn't make sense. Hmm. Um, so I um, ended up with a hospital visit, um, just not feeling good one day. And I went in and um, I really didn't expect anything out of it, except for them to tell me to go home or lose weight. Cause that was usually the answer from everybody. Cause my stomach, that's one of the things that Cushing's disease does to you also, is it like morphs your body. It changes your, your, the way you look. Um, it's actually called the ugly disease <laughs> because you don't recognize yourself and you really feel pretty. I'm telling you. Um, but so anyway, I got admitted. I was there for about 12 days and we went through a whole litany of tests and, um, ended up that they told me I had cardiomyopathy. Um, and also, um, you know, some, some kidney issues and anyway, so I was there for about 12 days. And by the time I got released, I ended up having to get a new doctor, new insurance, because my job had ended. Uh, with my new doctor, I would go in and ask him, uh, you know, he wanted to check up on me from, you know, follow up from the hospital. That was my first visit. My second visit, um, I had asked him in my first visit, excuse me, about why my body was looking like this. Because again, mm-hmm. I had no idea about Cushing's. Mm-hmm. I just thought I had this humongous belly and I don't know why. And my face, um, I had moon face. So it's where you have like extra padding right here. Mm-hmm. And then your belly just gets ginormous. Mm-hmm. Um, so inflammation. I, it's well, that's what people thought. They're like, oh, it's just inflamed or, oh, it's just, you know, you're distended or you ate too much or whatever, <laughs> just ridiculous things. And I mean, but it was so big. Um, I used to tell people that I was just smuggling the hood of a VW bug. <laughs> it was so I'm sorry I'm laughing because in an image that you know that isn't possible and then you're finding humor. It's something that you're like going, why why am I trapped in this body and I have to look like this? So I'm sorry 100%. I'm laughing, but you, you made no. it sound funny. That, that is the only way that for me, you know, that I deal with things is, is I have to make it something that I can laugh at. But um, interestingly enough, I found that you could actually smuggle the hood. <laughs> you know, if you get a big enough dress, um, you probably could do it and that you would have looked like what I looked like. But anyway, so I went in and, um, you know, he, I asked him again about my body structure, what was going on. And he kind of looked at me and he said, have you ever heard of uh, Cushing's disease? And I said, no. And he said, I think that uh, we need to start doing some tests because your body is a classic Cushing's disease patient um, body. And so I said, okay. And we went through and did a whole bunch of tests. And I ended up being diagnosed in 2017, January 30th, 2017. Um, One of the major symptoms that you have when you have Cushing's is heat intolerance. Mm. So and I know there's a lot of different people out there in this world that have heat intolerance for a variety of different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is, that is a, a it, it's a, 
a staple in the Cushing disease um, menu of symptoms that you end up with. Okay. So, so go ahead. So is this a genetic thing? No. Okay. It is just random. It's extremely rare. Um, I don't know if I talked about that, but it is extremely rare. Um, it's about one to five people per million that get diagnosed with this disease. So I just happen to get lucky. It's kind of like, you know, cancer. It's yeah. not always genetic. Sometimes it just hits somebody. Um, so that is, that's what it happens. And so that cortisol is, you know, again, just constantly, almost like running in the background, like an app refresh on your phone. Um, and, you know, it's, it's just, it just hits whoever. And um, as, a, as a woman, there's a couple of things that we are very, um, I wouldn't say vain, but we identify ourselves as pretty. I think you may have said this at one time. One of us is, is our body, right? Um, our breasts and our hair. And when you have someone that's gone through cancer, I've talked to many of them, they lose their hair or they'll shave it because they're like, I'm not going to be able to keep it anyways. It's going to, it's going to fall out. That's a part of how we identify who we are as a person as well. Breasts yeah. the same way. And now you're talking about body image on something that you're trying to figure out what's going on. And I don't know, did you ever feel like you were trapped in some, this body? You're like, I don't know where 100%. I'm at, but I'm trapped in here. hundred percent. I am. And also, by the way, I did lose my hair as well. So oh. um, I wore a wig for about two years while I was going through everything. But yes, and, and it's funny because um, my sister called me. I, w I went to her wedding, um, you know, in that body. Mm -hmm. And she called me recently and we were talking on the phone and she said, you know, I was looking at the pictures of the wedding and I, I never really realized looking at you how you must have felt in that body. Wow. And... I just kind of started crying because I'm like, yeah, like it's, it's unexplainable. The only thing I could ever compare it to is <laughs> remember on friends. I'm sure you watched friends, right? Um, when they used to put Monica in the fat suit. Oh, I, another I, body I, inside of another body. Oh, wow. Yeah, absolutely. And it was, it really was like, I would even looking in the mirror sometimes at my, my face and, you know, I was able to show you the picture of myself in the, the cockpit of the, the, the airplane. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't think it looks like me anymore. Um, it doesn't, but, <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah, I would look in the mirror and I felt like I had like that, that extra, the Hollywood, you know, fat suit. So how face, did you get body? Yeah. And they get paid for that. <laughs> right. Right. So how did you get through it? Because obviously you don't have that extra hundred pounds on you now. And then we'll talk about this product that you have that you found through that experience that will help a lot of other women through a lot of different uh, things that they're going through conditions. Yeah, absolutely. I certainly hope so. Um, yeah. So the way to get rid of Cushing's disease, again, the one in the brain um, is brain surgery. So what they do is they go in and they literally go in laparoscopically with a, um, I don't know if it's a vacuum, but something like that. Mm -hmm. And they literally kind of pull the tumor out that way, out of your pituitary gland. And sometimes it impacts other areas as well. Um, but I had to have it done twice because I had it done in 2017 and it wasn't successful. 
Oh, wow. And so I spent a couple of years and then I finally decided to go ahead and try it again. And that time um, it was successful. My brain anniversary, my two year brain anniversary was um, just a few days ago, August 29th. So oh. it's been two years. So welcome to the other part of your life or second chance yes. at life, right? Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm thrilled. Good, 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 good. We take so many things for granted. And when we get that moment that puts us on our, or brings us to our knees and, and we quickly stand up like you were doing, mm-hmm. you have how we look at life a little bit differently. I do. I do. I, I, even on the mornings, and, and this is, I'm not blowing smoke, but like in the morning, sometimes when I just like, Ugh, I just don't want to get up. I really do remind myself like, oh my God, I get to get up. Yes. You know? Yes. So, so this journey allowed you, the brain surgery helped you through this and uh, the weight started coming off because everything was what? Yeah. It just started dropping because you Interesting. literally that, that cortisol is just cut off. Wow. Um, so with mine, they actually did a little bit too good of a job. So now I'm actually a little bit low. So I have Addison's disease now, which is the opposite, but it's okay. It's okay. It's managed with medication and I don't have all these crazy symptoms and, and things that were, are happening to me all the time. So I'm, I'm very happy with it. Um, Good. Now you, we're going to go into the segue of the heat, the body, the temperature, which goes into yeah. your invention, which I want to see. I want you to demo it. Yeah. I want you to tell us Absolutely. all about it because it was not just about helping people with the condition of Cushing's. It could be right. menopause. It could be just a fashionable accessory for ladies. And I guess men now too, because you have different types of things that yes. you provide for both men and women. So give us yes. some more information about how you founded this based on your journey. Yeah. So um, just short story, but I live in Phoenix, Arizona. We are known for the heat. And I was at the time I was community relations manager for um, my, my employer. And so I would go to events for networking and I was going to a chamber of commerce, a huge event. And just by walking from the car to the building in the middle of summer in Phoenix, um, by the time I got inside, I was beet red, breathing heavily again, because I had that extra weight. I didn't know it yet about the Cushing's. And um, I was all sweaty and gross and like mm. my hairline had sweat in it. And I'm, I'm like, oh my God. And I'm sitting at a, like a wedding style setup, a uh, wedding table style setup of like 10 strangers that I don't know. And so I definitely didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to look at anybody. I didn't want anybody looking at me. I drank water, ice water after ice water for like 45 minutes and just sat there and fanned myself. And um, by the time I was cooled down enough that it wasn't mortified or humiliated, anymore. Um, and I was ready to start talking. The event was over. So, um, you know, and that's just, that's how my life was at that time. But that was really like a, um, integral moment in my life that made me realize there's, there's something missing here. And so I went home that night and I was just sitting there thinking like, gosh, what could I have done or had that, really would have saved myself from the embarrassment that I suffered today. And, um, and also missed opportunities. I mean, I had 10 people at that table that I didn't talk to, Mm -hmm. um, which I should have. So I started thinking like I had seen the towels that you snap and they're supposed to, you know, cool you down, but they're not cute. And I've seen, you know, other things that you dip in water. I've seen scarves that you're supposed to dip in water. I've seen the big vests that people wear for MS. And, you know, um, they hold like these hard ice packs. But nothing that I would wear to an event like that. 
right, to a networking event where I would feel confident and I would feel like I'm, you know, fashionable and nobody's staring at me for the wrong reason. So I, um, I, just was thinking and thinking and I had a couple ideas that I came up with, but you know, logistically weren't going to be the right, the right move. And so I ended up coming up with a cooling scarf. And so, so when people hear about it, they say, Oh, I've, I've seen those. You dip them in water. And I'm like, no, no, (laughs) no, you don't dip them in water because that defeats the purpose of the discreet part. Right. You don't want water dripping down your back or your, your front or whatever. So I'm going to show you what it looks like. If you buy, if you buy one online um, and you send it out, this is the box that they will receive. Very Super nice. cute with the little shiny logo. of, And so this logo I love. Um, actually, a friend of mine that I've had for a while designed the, the logo for me. And it just, to me, it just represents somebody, you know, breaking free. Right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. So let's see so, what's inside that box so, before we run out of time. Yes. I'm anxious so, like Christmas. So when you open it, you will see there is your cooling pouch so on the front this is just one of the scarf designs that i have okay so this one is just beautiful it's got little buzzy bees all over it it's just a super cute scarf that you can just wear by itself as a normal scarf but when you combine it with the um gel pouch Mm -hmm. yep there's a gel pack in here and so this gel pack has all the information you would need on it. It has customer service. It has in- instructions because also little little extra, you can heat these up in the microwave too. So if you're somebody that runs cold, you can actually use it to warm up instead of using it to cool down. So it's very- so like a heating pad too. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I'm going to push this a bit so I can actually show you. Okay. So first of all, you throw these in the freezer for at least two hours. So it really gets the maximum cold. When you're going to leave the house, go ahead and throw it inside this insulated pouch right here. And it will keep it cold for at least six hours, if not more. Um, I've seen it as much as up to 11 hours myself. Wow. And then what you do is you just take it with you, throw it in your car, throw it in your purse, your desk, whatever, or in the freezer at work. And there it is, you wouldn't know it's there unless you know it's there, but there is a secret pocket sewn onto this scarf. Okay. Really see, you see the edges Mm -hmm. there? Mm -hmm. So right here is, it's backwards for me, sorry, is a pocket. So what you do is you take your little gel pack here. You can go into the bathroom and do it. So if you don't want anybody to know what you're doing. And then um, you just get it inside the pocket and you just drop it in. And then it covers up so it won't fall out. And then what you do is you just like a normal, you can actually fold it over because there's extra material on both sides of the pocket right there. Uh In case it's too cold, too hot, you can kind of buffer it with a little extra. And then you just put it on and it literally just hangs. And um, if you didn't know, it was in there. You really wouldn't know what's in there. It's not uncomfortable there? No, not at all. It, it weighs a total of 18 ounces. And so distributed is all the way through. The, it's really light. Like I said, you don't even know it's there. Um, sometimes I just kind of play with it and make sure that like nobody would be able to tell. But really, it, it you know, it's something it'll last 
actually lower your body temperature by 10 degrees within five minutes. So you can so, do your little fancy ties and everything and bows and stuff on it and it won't change anything. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and I've seen people kind of do like the uh, infinity scarf kind of design. Ah. And it just looks super cute, right? Um, yeah. So there's definitely a lot of different ways that you can wear it too. Um, and it just, you know, it really, it does the trick. And the cool thing too, is if you do wear it and you feel all of a sudden like, Oh, I don't think it's working anymore. That's happened to me. And so I took it off, took it out. I felt it. It was still ice cold and I was confused. So I reached back and felt the back of my neck and it was freezing. It was almost numb. Um, and okay. so what I realized was my body had kind of acclimated to it, but also I noticed like, Oh, I'm actually cooled down. So I didn't need it anymore after about 15 minutes. And I just stuck it back in here because then I needed it later again that day and it was still cold because I used. Oh, wow. I like that idea. Used the pouch and all of that. Yeah. And if you buy one, it actually comes with everything. So it comes with the scarf, the pouch, and the gel, the gel pack itself. So now you only so showed every, us one design. Is the kit. So you showed us one design, but you have other designs. So yeah. what is your website so I that do. other people can take a look at it? Yeah, it's really easy. It's coolyounow.com. And you just click on the store and there's a link for scarves and it'll show you all the different designs I have right now. I have um, 12 in hand that are done. I also have a couple more in production. Um, and even, you know, I make plain black ones too. So there's plain black, champagne and navy blue. And then there's nine other really pretty prints um, like these uh, that you can get. And then the other thing is, too, we're going to be making net gaiters um, very, very, very soon, like within the month, um, that also um, bring relief the same way. They have it's the net gaiter that you just slip on over your head like a tube. And it has a gel, uh, a gel pouch pocket, just like the scarf. And you just slip that gel pack in there and you're out and about. If you need a mask, you could just pull it up real quick, but it's great for outdoors. If you're, you know, watching a baseball game or motorcycle riding or golfing and they all are themed. I have 16 different themed uh, gators for that too. So that's definitely something the guys have been interested as well as the women, especially for golfing. Well, because we have construction workers everywhere. Yes. And like you indicated, we're in Arizona. It's hot, yeah. but it's yeah. the summer. So no matter where you're at, you're still going to feel that heat. And oh, of yeah. course, when you're outside, it's hard to stay hydrated for starters. And then you, you know, you're going to pour all the water on you or whatever you need to do to keep cool. You've got this. Right. You mentioned how long it actually stays cool. Or like you said, it's a versatile thing where... In the wintertime, if you're in the colder temperatures, we don't get that yeah. cold. It'll warm you up at the same time. I love that yeah. concept. Thank you. It actually will um, stay cold on your body as well for about two to three hours, depending on what you're doing. If you're hiking, you're intentionally elevating your body temperature. So, I mean, it's not going to work as good. But if you're hanging out, watching a game, you know, walking around normal, um, it will last about two to three hours at a time. That's incredible. Thank you. That is, yeah. I'm going to have to take a look. I mean, I saw a few of your demos because we met briefly, Yeah, but um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the designs are super cute. You have to go look. My very favorite is my rendition of, it's not mine, but a rendition of uh, Van Gogh Starry Night. And it is beautiful. It's really, really pretty. And I actually posted a little video this morning on uh, my Facebook page too. Oh, we have to find you on Facebook then too, because you probably do a few lives for your product as well. I did. I did. I love that. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you. Yeah. I have one final question. Yes. 
it's not that difficult. It's actually rather, rather easy. All right. I'm good with easy questions. Based on your journey, the struggles that you went through, where you have come out of a darkness, uh, an identity, you weren't sure what you were supposed to relate to. What message would you like to leave based on your journey? Um, you know, I think that there's a few things that happen when you're in that position. I mean, this, it may not, but it is a, um, a, a light threatening piece. Um, and so you're, when you're burdened with that kind of a diagnosis and all of the things that go along with it that you're feeling and you're experiencing, you do feel hopeless. And so one thing I would say is it is okay to reach out for help. And I'm one of those people that I hate doing that, asking for help. But um, it, you know, we, and it was amazing how many people poured into me and, you know, helped and just did all kinds of things with my Noah to school and helped with dinners for the family and just you know, different kinds of things. Um, also, the other thing that I think um, is really important is always have something that's keeping you going because if you keep that in mind, you keep that positive attitude, you keep that, I know this is going to pass kind of mentality. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say my, you know, my medical degree, cause I don't have one. It's not, I'm not guaranteeing that, but I think it helps you stay positive because even if you're going through it, you're going through it. It doesn't matter. But if you're going through it, you might as well try to be as positive as you can because you're still going to go through it. Right. right. Um, but also you can be inspired, you know, this, this, my business, my being an entrepreneur now was inspired by illness. Um, and so I think that that's, if you can ever find that, you know, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, I definitely um, encourage you to hang on to it and run with it if you can. I love that. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I have my own journey that I've been on that allows me to do what I do empathically and uh, truly genuine about it. And I, I appreciate you for being my guest today to share a journey that you had that at one time was something that you struggled with and didn't want anyone to even probably look at you or to take pictures of you, no. that you were trapped in something that you didn't understand. But through that, you were able to find um, your own hope. And now you're giving hope to other people that are going through, whether it's the same situation or menopause with the with the uh, cooling down or the man that's yeah. in the construction world you're you're giving hope that we aren't going to have people that are going to get overheated and can still look you know cool feel cool yes. or fashionable yeah absolutely thank you yes thank you again for being my guest and you're welcome thank you and thank you for my listeners for listening in or viewing this on another amazing story and someone finding a purpose in the darkness of their situation, because there really is light at, at the end of every tunnel, even though it doesn't feel as so there really is. We just have to walk ourselves through it at the pace that we can and hope that other people are going to be just like she said, they'll be there for you. Just all you have to do is ask, right? If you have a story you want to share, know someone who has a story or you have an organization making a difference in your community, please email me to the address of stories at christinehotchkiss.com or visit my website and find out who I'm all about and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Until next time, everyone, I wish you well and you take care. <laughs>